What's going on? It's uh, DJ's Midnight Hour. I've got Jared Bergen with me. <laughs> Jared Bergen? Bergen. Bergen. Damn it. Family's been it going every with time. Bergen. Uh, but it looks we like... We could change it, it right It looks now. like a hard G when I just see it on paper. I don't know. But that's not the first time I've done that either. That's not the first time that's happened to me. <laughs> but somewhere around fourth grade, it stopped. Okay. Like fourth grade, it, it went from Bergen to Bergen. And then it's been like that ever since, uh, until this moment, actually. So, <laughs> all right. Well, how you been? Things have been good. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. We always like kind of pop in when. Yeah. Uh, Usually at Golden Road, not tonight, but. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, I actually saved this for the podcast. Um, today is my three-year anniversary of when I moved to LA. Today, exactly? Today, exactly. It's really? Kind of, it's kind of fitting, actually. Nice. <laughs> Three years ago, you were like, one day, I'm going to be doing a low-rent podcast in somebody's bedroom. <laughs> Here I am. And you've made it come true. Yeah. Like, that's not easy. It's not easy to do, man. People, they say, don't follow your dreams. They said it would never happen. <laughs> but it's weird. Like, when I first got here, like, I didn't know anything about LA when I first got here oh yeah same here like I read the Wikipedia page and I was like okay I, I understand that picture has mountains with snow behind it that's <laughs> not LA at all I was like wow that, that looks like a really beautiful day <laughs> that's Does... before global warming happened <laughs> <laughs> no when I got here I still had no idea you know but I'm figuring it out I still don't know how, how would you pronounce it where we are right now the oh uh, well See, that's the thing. I would originally would pronounce it like the correct Spanish pronunciation, which would be Los Feliz, but that's not at all. Because it's, I mean, you, you pronounce Los Los, so it's Los Feliz. And Lock. Mexican people cringe. <laughs> How do you say it? First they steal our land and they pronounce it like white men. <laughs> How do you say it? Now I say it Los Feliz. Los Feliz. Yeah. I've been saying Los Feliz ever since I got here. Because that's the correct way to say it. If you've ever taken like a week of Spanish in your life, <laughs> Los Feliz, it means the happy. Feliz is happy. Like Feliz Navidad. Happy Christmas. Are we happy? Feliz cumpleaños si felicidad. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like San Pedro. The, yeah, the people are calling it Pedro. Well, it's Pedro. San and then Pedro. Every, right? I would get so pissed when I hear people say San Pedro, but then I just gave in because you don't have a choice. It's just, it's like the white people came here, stole this land from Mexico, and then they were like, you know what? We're just gonna keep some of their names as like an honor of them. <laughs> it's kind of like saying, like, steal an Indian tribe's land and be like, we'll call this Navajo Street. <laughs> Like, oh, you got the street. Yeah, we'll give you that. A couple libraries. Like, like, it's things are fine. Can we have our land back? No. <laughs> There's the, um, it's actually, because you would call it Los, An Los Angeles, right? Los Angeles. The, the G's are soft, silent. Almost. Okay. but Los Angeles. So it's like saying the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. That's like saying, 
uh, <laughs> Los Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. <laughs> it's the Angels of the Angels. It makes zero sense. It's the stupidest name ever for like. <laughs> I don't call it that. I say Los Angeles. Los. Los Angeles. Well, yeah, because we've butchered. Like, it's like Las Vegas. Las yeah, Vegas. Las. We pronounce that's L A S, but we also say Los. So we're obviously mispronouncing one of the two. Mm-hmm. But fuck it. <laughs> we do what we want. It's fine. It's our country now. We're in and out now. Like, things are great. <laughs> I didn't know anything about Burbank. Nobody, to- nobody told me anything about Burbank when I got here. And I just sort of adopted Burbank as my home. You fell, um, in, fell in love with the Burb? Fell in love with the Valley. The most suburban Burb ever. We have a Target <laughs> over there. Things are great. Yeah, Man. what went down with that? Yeah, you're you're basically you're the for for or like the all powerful of knowledge of Burbank. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really even know what happened. I just remember they wouldn't let that uh, they wouldn't let that Walmart in mm-hmm. because it was too trashy or whatever. Or I don't know if it was well, that or it's because it's competition. But they have a Target right there, so why wouldn't they? Well, as, as you know, I'm the unofficial mayor of Burbank, and. During during my time there, I, what I've what I've heard about the whole Walmart situation is Walmart had been trying to come to Burbank for a long time, and then they recently nailed down the deals with the city, and now they'll be in the Empire Center. If you know anything about the Empire Center, you know the traffic is already terrible. You ever try to go to the subway? But over it's there? just a parking lot. <laughs> it's just it's the worst designed mall structure. How do I get to the five? Oh, you got to drive three miles north or three miles south. That that entrance to the five there's been not working forever, hasn't it? They're still doing construction. I don't understand. Why is the five so messed up in between Western and Burbank? Like it bottlenecks every day, and it's been mm-hmm. like that. You know how they're like missing lanes? They've been building that, but not really. Because have you ever seen anybody working on it? <laughs> <laughs> they're building ramps constantly. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah. Came here, moved here, moved to Burbank, started out, started working in post-production, and... Uh, Fell in love with the Burb. Yeah, it's interesting because when I got here, people were talking so much shit about Burbank. And really? People were always, they're always talking like, oh, there's nothing to do with Burbank, Burbank shuts down at night, there's... It's a ghost town after 8 p.m. And when they were telling me those things, it was like, oh great well there's they have sushi happy hours that last till like 10 30 so everything that they told me that i wouldn't like about burbank i was like oh that's what i'm actually looking for because you're an old man <laughs> they're 20 something year old's body i have very old man ish <laughs> qualities but i'm also very much a millennial you enjoy the chandler bike path i run on it yeah <laughs> yeah i wonder like when that was installed i wonder when they realized like that you the valley has like no friendly biking streets at all or like no friendly well la in general that's true <laughs> like if you want to try to bike you're putting you're risking your life if you want to like die, bicycle just not walk. like not like motorized but yeah <laughs> there, it re- every... it's not friendly at all any form of because have you heard this this i don't know if it's even a conspiracy or this like this is just a legitimate fact but like back when they had that rail line on Wilshire and they tore it out or like they were trying to make this like transit friendly and the car companies got in cahoots 
and they were like, we want to make this like a commuter city. Like we want to sell vehicles and they ripped that line out. And the, the Metro here has been shit ever since. I've read they, the conspiracy. Yeah. Cause everybody drives. You even hear the ads like Lexus of Santa Monica. It's like you, you spend more than two hours a day on the road. Wouldn't you like to be comfortable? <laughs> I've, like, I don't no, know. I'd if, rather not spend two hours at all. <laughs> I don't know if those are real conspiracies or if that's just like something that people got from Who Framed Roger Rabbit or whatever it was. But I guess that was the kind of the plot. It wouldn't. It wouldn't <laughs> surprise me if you know the car companies has something to do with the 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 red cars being ripped out of the streets. But yeah. But every day I read an article about the Expo line getting extended. To Santa Monica? To Santa Monica. Yeah, isn't that opening the summer? Yeah. So I wonder if anybody's really going to use it. You think they will? I will. Day one. <laughs> I want to support that. Yeah. Wanna... Did, can you take the Metro link from Burbank to get to that? Not the Metro link, but you can get on the red line from North Hollywood. Take oh, it that's to downtown. The, yeah, I forgot about And then about downtown, that, yeah. the I think, goes from the Expo line. Yeah, man. Every time I get on that subway, though, now I just think like, if it, what if it was like, uh, what is that movie called, with the Rock, San Andreas? <laughs> like, what if that were to happen? Like, when you were, be effed. There's it's no only one seventy five, one way. <laughs> so it's you know. Yeah, if underground though, like, I just feel like we've had it good for too long. Something's gonna bust, and it's gonna be like the the biggest Richter measurement <laughs> and there's going to be like some guy in like a lab in central California like it's coming it's coming but he's like dropping papers and nobody like believes him he's like it's... everybody get out of Los Angeles <laughs> there's, there's always he gives that us one like guy. a 20 minute warning and we're just like not enough man how much warning would you need for to for you well, to I don't believe think it? you physically can't. I don't think that's a thing like it just earthquakes it's just like well just kind of you know, but, like, I guess you can read it off of, like, smaller quakes. Like, they can make predictions, but, like, mm -hmm. when has it ever been, like, helpful? Has it? I mean, I'm sure Like, there was that earthquake uh, in South America, wasn't there? Like, two months ago? Do you remember that? It was, like, pretty big. We didn't see that coming. But I think you can measure it with, like, oh, there's this earthquake in Japan. There's an earthquake here. There's probably a way to measure it, but if they gave you a three-month notice, like... Let's just let's just say <laughs> no. I, I guarantee you it would be like bullshit. Let's say they were, let's say the scientific community was like, "Hey, there's gonna be this earthquake here. You know, everyone has to leave. Would you leave? Would you pack everything and would you go? Where would you go? I mean, are we assuming that like the data is real? Like the, the most would qualified you just, would people. <laughs> okay, so it would be like global warming. Like, no, it's not. It's not a thing. It's <laughs> like, not happening. Ninety-eight exactly. percent of scientists say that you're gonna die in three months. No, man, it's cyclical. It's cool. <laughs> it's cyclical. <laughs> you mean yeah? I mean, I don't know. Like, like if they said like there's gonna be a eight point oh in L A in three mm -hmm. months, would you leave? Yeah. See, I don't. If ninety-eight percent of the scientists said okay, yes, so you I would, would leave. But when would uh, you leave? Would you leave right away? Would you wait two months? Would I don't you know. Wait, would you wait two I months know. and three like, weeks? But like, it's hard to say because like, there's no way to that we would know about an earthquake. Like, there's just no mm -hmm. way. For me, but personally, like, I don't know if I would go. Where I don't know where I would go. Maybe I'd just go to like NorCal. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be any better because it's on the fault. Go to like. Go to Oregon. 
<laughs> or just go to like Colorado or something. Maybe Salt Lake City. <laughs> just chill it out for a couple months. I don't know, man. Lake Tahoe. <laughs> I don't know where be a good we go. One. But basically what we're trying to say is when it happens, we'll be completely unprepared and we'll try to record an episode. Oh, it'll be catastrophic. There's no doubting that. It's going to be like the Northridge, Northridge quake times seven. I, 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 it's going to be like, I'm dead. It's going to be like scorched earth. <laughs> We're all effed. Like, it's just a matter of time, you know? For me, like I moved f- from literally on top of Yellowstone to here. So I've been hearing tales of catastrophic, you know, catastrophic events coming in the future. Like Yellow- yeah, Yellowstone's Yellowstone. going to explode. Is Yellowstone completely in Montana? Uh, or does it, it like stretch over? Wyoming and then there's a part of it in, in Montana. Okay, because it's pretty like gargantuan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to explode. We got the earthquake coming. <laughs> we got explode. We got a Donald Trump presidency on the way. There's, there's lots of great things happening. I don't know what you're talking about. Donald Trump's the best thing this country's got going for it. Yeah, as far as uh, gifts go. Yeah. China is raping our economy. <laughs> I would try to do his accent right now, but... I can't do a very good one, but... All I know is China. <laughs> China? Like that, I guess. China. When did you move here? Uh, it's actually right at five years for me. Five? Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. You said like to the day. It's like I moved here on. I moved here on four twenty, bro. <laughs> this is pretty close to five years. Like four twenty of two thousand eleven. Yeah, so that's five years. Wow. Yeah. I was uh, playing Skyrim in two thousand eleven in my parents' basement. <laughs> yeah, you were like twelve. Before you moved here, like, did you have a vision or a picture in your head of what L.A. looked like? That's... Like, from movies and stuff? Yeah. Because I feel like you could grab any kid off the street. It's very disappointing when you do find out, you know? You know, like, that first time you go to Hollywood and you realize it's just, like, people, like, shitting on the streets. It's disgusting. (laughs) I remember my first time, yeah. Yeah. Like, the Walk of Fame, you're like, but it's, like, all dull and, like not polished <laughs> and then you look down and you realize that bill cosby still has a star yeah. and well like you try to use an atm and it costs more for the fee yeah. than the actual 20 yeah i mean i don't know like because i i do really like la mm-hmm. Me too. in general and like i like most parts of it you know yeah like yeah but it's just like when you expect it's it's so weird like it, it makes you jaded because you realize that everything is fake <laughs> you watch everything on tv the red carpet looks like a mile long you know or you watch like these shows where tom cruise is six six he looks huge and then you see him and he's like this dude's a midget this is all fake it's like it, nothing real about television there's nothing weird. real and when you live here and you see through all the bullshit it kind of it's kind of like a it's kind of like clear it's like a peace of mind like you just realize that you become a cynical asshole (laughs) and you deal with it you deal with it i mean i'm there i think you've got a little give it a couple more years (laughs) i got two more years yeah i i think it's weird because you can talk to like well you go on all these shows like i've seen conan i've seen leno i've seen like all these different shows and like you realize how like just propped up for tv everything is you know 
Like you watch this stuff your whole life and you're like, I remember watching, I was obsessed with like Leno headlines. It was like, if you have a headline, send it to 3000 West Alameda Avenue, Burbank, California, nine double or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And then like when I actually went to it and saw the studio and I saw like, wait, this is just like a show. Like, I don't know. I had this realization. I was just like, it's not near as big as I thought. He's like right there. I can see him. Like you can touch him. It's not like this is like a stadium or anything. It's just a studio, you know, but it is weird. Yeah. I went to a couple tapings yeah. when I first got here. Actually, New York was even more so. I remember going to like uh, Kathy and Regis in New York. That studio was tiny. Really? Yeah, dude. New York is, or Jimmy Fallon's place. New York because everything's so much more expensive, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's like even more so. You're like, wow, they make this look huge. They shoot like wide angle lenses and stuff. And you're actually there. You're like, it's like a, it's just like a box. It's tiny. I went to a couple of tapings and I was just surprised at like how long I waited in line to do something I didn't really enjoy that much. Yeah. And then they like, no wonder it's free because you got to participate. Exactly. We need everybody. Woo. That was like hype oh, guy. Can you imagine? Free being, tickets. I was thinking about like if that was your job to be like the hype guy for Conan. He mm -hmm. comes out like, how we all doing? Yeah. Can we get a big myth? <laughs> we need you guys on your feet. Duh. I remember I was so like, they excited just have to be for the so bottle peppy. water. Like, I feel like that guy, I don't know, he's either pounding Red Bulls or just snorting lines of Coke. Like, you can't be that peppy all the time, you know? <laughs> I always thought they were just a local comedian that they just picked up. They're always just so amped up. And it's like, that's your job to, like get people excited to see conan <laughs> that's the thing is people are excited to see conan when yeah. they first start waiting in line yeah. i've got t-shirts can i get a volunteer can i get a volunteer who wants m&ms they they brought like all these people down on the stage like let's see your best dance moves to the blah 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 and it's like the winner gets a free t-shirt or whatever and it's like it's all just designed to get people like get the blood flowing you know so that like and then they time it to where like the band will come in like, as he finishes his last little, like, crowd pump-up thing, mm -hmm. the band will start playing, and then in comes Coney. He's like, yeah, everybody, Farah. They're just trying to get that good sound on TV, you know? It is, yeah. It's, it's tough to do that day in and day out. Especially when you get a crowd of people who've been baking in the sun for yeah. four hours. Mostly tourists. Or more. Some natives. Yeah. Yeah. He always asks that, too. He's like, do how many of you guys are natives? Woo. How many of you guys are from out of town? Yeah! People who want because we to just be on don't a show. give a shit. Like I went just because I wanted to, you know, do it or whatever. Want like, to see that? I mean, why not? Yeah, just yeah. a random Wednesday or whatever. But yeah, all these tours. Like, when are we gonna go to Pink's Hot Dogs? <laughs> How many times have you been there? Once, dude. I'll never do it again. Exactly. It's one. It's one of those things. Like, there's so many things that you know that you've had to do. Like, I had to go. To it's Pink's, a hot dog. Like, right? I've I've had a Dodger dog that's better than their shit. Like Dodger dogs are pretty good. Like it's just a hot dog. It's not like it's not like degrees of flame mignon. Like it's a friggin' hot dog. Like it is what it is. And you stand standing two lines for that, or standing the two hour line to do that. Like, There's really? things that you have to do. Pay though. for parking. You gotta pay for parking. You gotta go to Pink's. You no gotta thanks. go. To, you gotta go to Venice. Right. Those are the things you, you gotta do go when walk you down the boardwalk. You know, buy yeah. ten dollars sunglasses, get a T-shirt that mm -hmm. has Bob Marley on it, <laughs> like, and you're set. And Watch those guys work out. Begun, begins the <laughs> slow. Giant, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 
It's just not worth it. You do you remember Bill Burr's rant about that on his podcast? No. When he talks about how much of a sham going to Pink's Hot Dogs is. No. He's like, he never wanted to do it. Had to do it. Wife's family was there in town. We were, <laughs> had to get on Pink's Hot Dogs. Oh man, he's just he's just ranting about it basically. But oh. I'm trying to think of it's other things that it. people have to do. When they come here, dude, you gotta go to the, you gotta go to the Santa Monica Pier. You gotta ride the roller coaster. No, I don't. Fuck that. Parking's like fifteen dollars, and then it's like the second you got to your car, there's like nine hundred people swarming around you. That's not something. <laughs> oh, but we get to walk the boardwalk. No, I'll go. Like it. Honestly, like when I people come here, I'm like, no, go to South Bay. Like there's half the people, you know, like Hermosa Beach, so much better. Those tourist traps, though, like... I always feel, like... I actually feel bad for the people who actually live in Hollywood who have lived there for a long time. Yeah. Because it's weird to live well, in a destination. I don't, because they decided to live in Hollywood. Like, yeah, but... it's a bad idea. If your family... You're paying, like... You're paying, like, a... Like, a luxury tax of rent just to be, like... See, if you're in the... Well, I guess that is... Nobody's gonna live in Hollywood unless they're in the industry, right? I mean, for for the most part, let's say like ninety percent of the people that Maybe. actually live in Hollywood are actors or comedians or somehow involved in the industry, post production or something. Because why would you live there if you didn't have to? You know, I don't know. I just feel bad for them because they can't even go to Starbucks without it just being crowded with all these like weird tourists. Dude, Highland, I refuse to drive. <laughs> <laughs> like we were just talking lights about the... are so long. it's like 400 people like walking across the street like should we go to the wax museum dad we were just talking about the internet <laughs> let's go to the wax museum yeah that chick-fil-a there is just always yeah, packed always oh there's never gross <laughs> the wax museum right there no man you can drive through there i remember doing qc's in the valley when our office was off of highland and it'd be like a monday or a tuesday and you would see people just tourists it's like, what are you doing here on a Tuesday in February? Really? <laughs> There's just always people in Hollywood. That's what I, I guess I just, I had no idea. I thought, I thought there was more <laughs> to, to that, but I'm not sure. More to what? More, more to Hollywood, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of like. It's know, weird, it's... like you have that perception, like when you you grow up and you watch movies you think, about New like, York City. This is the big times, <laughs> yeah. Like this is where stuff goes down. You're like Hollywood, California, mm-hmm. like all like America's funniest home videos or whatever. If you have a funny video, send it to <laughs> Hollywood, California, nine double do 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 or whatever. Yeah, you know? like it's really not that cool. It's just a, like a small part of L.A. You know, like it's a very loud part of L.A. that doesn't. I don't it's think very it's dirty. fair that it gets characterized when you talk about L.A. Because Los Angeles is its own city with its own personality. But people often merge the two. You know, yeah. Hollywood and oh, LA. well, yeah. It's or very like, separate, in well, my you, opinion. Well, like, it's almost like on a world standpoint, Hollywood and L.A. are interchangeable. You know, like Hollywood is L.A. I think it's unfortunate. Or people refer to like, oh, you know how they are out there in Hollywood. Like East Coast people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, a whole I just city think with the whole. I just think like it's hard to like nobody gives LA respect because it like doesn't respect itself. <laughs> <laughs> There's just like too much shit going on, like, and 
I don't know. It's like, uh, well, you know how like, okay, so like in New York or whatever, New York has like, it has Broadway or it has like New York style pizza or like you can get Chinese food anywhere you want. Like what, Mm -hmm. what, what staples of LA, like street tacos? Like I, that's the only thing I can think of. Like there's a Starbucks on every corner. See, that's not cool. (laughs) That's like the opposite of cool. Like, I don't know. Like, it has great... See, I think that's why it is, it is like, underrated. Because it has great food. It's really good food. LA. Yeah. hmm Like, literally anything you want. Like, I could go, like, two miles in any direction and get, like, the best Indian, the best Asian, the best curry, like, the best pho, the best, you know, like, K-Town's mm-hmm. right there. I could get, like, the best, like, street tacos, you know. Not the best, but, like, really good. Like, you just have a variety. It's not, like, the highest echelon, but you get such a variety, you know? Like There's a huge variety. Yeah. Of And much higher quality. Yeah. It's just... I don't know. It's weird how, like, everyone looks at New York as, like, the holy grail of big cities. In L.A., they're like, eh, that's not even really a city. <laughs> I think they, they say that because it's not a high-rise, right? Because it's not a collection well, it's of so high rises. Spread out, yeah. But it's just a collection of neighborhoods that yeah. got too big, and then they just kind of combined. Exactly. That's why the streets suck because it's like all these things that grew together, all mm-hmm. these different boroughs. It was never like established that this will be downtown, and this, you know, like you had your beach people, your valley people, and then in the Hollywood, and it all grew together. Yeah. So like, if you take like the. <laughs> The 110 to the 5, it's ridiculous. Like, winding up around Dodger Stadium, it's like it goes to, like, one lane, and it's all, like, you're separated from the rest of the highway. It's like, they were just like, how are we going to make these things connect? I don't know. Just shove it up the mountain. My personal <laughs> like, theory. It, it's completely ridiculous, like, how these highways are laid out. Like, My theory is that when they were designing the, the freeway system, and especially LAX, they just, like... They put the pencil to the paper, and they were like, okay, now design the whole city, but never lift up the pencil. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, okay. They just started just drawing Just make it around. wind around that mountain somehow. Started drawing know. around that's things. That's hilarious. No, that's perfect. Having said that, LAX is in the perfect spot, though. It's in the perfect it location. It really is. Yeah. It has because to be close to the sea. You, like, go out over the water, and then you, like, circle back, whatever. It's like... Well, it's in the perfect know. place for planes. <laughs> it's in the perfect place for people who live on the west side. Because when I used to live on the west side, it's like no matter if you're coming from Santa Monica or if you're coming from Redondo, it's like 10, 15 minutes tops. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's perfect for that. But, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> They're renaming <laughs> the airport in Burbank. From Bob Hope to what? Hollywood. Burbank Airport. What? That doesn't even make sense, dude. It's not even North Hollywood Airport. It's Hollywood. Why? What was wrong with Bob Hope? It has a ring to it. You're like, oh, I'm flying out of Bob Hope, which is the only airport that I will fly out of anymore, by the way. Well, that might not be true in the future because it's going to get a hell of a lot busier. That's. It's not even close to Hollywood. I think it's just them going, hey, we want to push more tickets. We want to attract more people to the Hollywood airport. Because when you're searching... Flying into the big city. <laughs> when people in, like, Illinois type into Google... Yeah, they don't know that it's actually in the valley and it's they in start, Burbank. They start scrolling through the list of airports. Oh, look, they see this Hollywood. is closer to Hollywood. It's right by Universal. Bam. There you go. 
So they're just pushing tickets. Dude, that's so stupid. Like you're you're basically slapping Bob Hope in his grave. You're digging him up and just slapping his face. Like why would you do that? What is wrong with Bob Hope? It has such a good two syllable ring to it. Oh, I'm flying out of Bob Hope. Like what's wrong with that? It is nice. It's great. The, the branding. It's the best airport ever, dude. I fucking love it. I always arrive loading seven minutes and loading we on fly. the tarmac. There's no other place in the country you can do that other than like, I mean, there's a couple, but like it reminds me of like flying to Mexico, where you can actually get out on the tarmac. <laughs> like that's like versus going to LAX. It's like you want to spend like thirty minutes getting your shit together and getting on your flight, or if you go to LAX, it's like three hours. No joke. For it's me, like I'll pay the extra twenty dollars to fly out of Bob Hope any day. Absolutely. I will pay. It's often 150 depending on. It doesn't matter. Well, I'll and the thing. It. Well, no, if you want to. And that's the other thing is like out of Bob Hope, you have to puddle jump. You have to go like city to city. Like if I want to go, you know, Denver, to anywhere usually. in the Midwest, you have to go through Phoenix or Denver. Yeah. Mm, or Salt Lake. But, yeah. And I will gladly do it. You're right. It's more than 20 bucks, but it's still worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> it's but so worth it. It's like to, going the to no LAX hassle. Yeah. Is, like going to LAX is like planning a trip to might Disneyland. Well try, well, I might as well drive to San Diego while I'm at it. <laughs> From the valley? Go to John Wayne. <laughs> trying to it's not going to LAX, it's trying to get someone to pick you up or drop you off. Oh god. It's yeah. like trying to ask someone like Let me park my car there. That'll hey, be twenty bucks a day. <laughs> listen, I know you had a lot of plans for this week, but can you take me to LAX? No. <laughs> like you ask even your best friend is like yeah maybe it's like well <laughs> what do people do i've never flown out of lax to be honest with you. really maybe once or twice well no uh the flyaway bus is actually a good alternative do, are people good? like i said when i lived in redondo it was great it's great like i just had my roommate take me it's like 10 15 minutes right there but for most people that don't live on the west side or beach bra it's it's tough because like you, just fighting traffic is tough. Like, especially like if you're trying to like fly after hours, like after work, like seven to 9 PM, you're effed. <laughs> There's no chance, but I have taken the flyaway bus. That's like the one good alternative. Cause it can take those, uh, turbo lanes on the 110. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That if you get caught, they like, it's like a $250 fine. Yeah. yeah. So that's not bad. Cause it can take those lanes or whatever. Why don't but, people, why is there not a rail system that goes to LAX? Uh, it goes back to that conspiracy. They don't want you to have access. Because we want to pack our we stuff in the drive. vans. We want to drive. We want people to drive and waste gasoline, fossil fuels, get those oil guys bonuses at the top. It's basically, I swear to God, it's Roger Rabbit. I swear to God, it's Roger Rabbit. That could, it's probably based in, you know, rooted in some I mean, that's a fact though, that they ripped those they ripped out that above ground metro line or whatever that's too bad man isn't yeah. that what the miracle mile is downtown or it's not downtown by it's LACMA? like it's but yeah it's by the lacma yeah isn't that like it's the, like west what, what yeah, is that isn't that the remnants of the old car or something oh i don't know maybe that's what i that's the miracle what, mile is that what yeah that that's means? like that used to be like the train <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes sense I don't, I don't know. I just, I read a lot of Wikipedia. That's actually one thing that I do. I read one Wikipedia article a night. Just what, to, just one? <laughs> yeah, just read one and just like, or sometimes I'll just see where it takes me, but I always end up on Hitler's page, which is kind of concerning. Godwin's Law. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It's just, it's like, 
Did you ever get the, uh, you know how you could, used to order Encyclopedia? Oh, Britannica. Yeah, in yeah. the mail, right? And oh, you, or in school, get, man. Like school. You're almost like, you're right on the cusp of when they stopped doing that, aren't you? Well, this will tell like you when a little... you actually had to go to the library and fucking take a book out that weighed 19 pounds. The yeah. M and the N were huge. The M's, yeah, <laughs> I remember. so big. And then you have like the Q that was like super tiny. <laughs> so they had those but we also had the cds oh in, yeah in the library the well, school library yeah so they had those and it was just like a, it was basically just a cd of hyperlinks you just click through and like they would have yeah, sometimes dude. video presentations sometimes audio i'm trying to think like that's why i love wikipedia because it, it takes me back to that where i'm just clicking through things oh this is related to this yeah, but it's so much better. It's like, so much better. I oh, like I, I can't even imagine like being a kid again, having to like physically research. How do you, how do you think that works with kids these days? Like when they cite their sources, are you they? Think, al- you think they've finally allowed Wikipedia as a viable source? They didn't allow it when I no, was no, absolutely not, absolutely not. They have have to they've had to have come because I, at this point it's like it is the best source <laughs> if you're a smart kid you well, use the know. cited sources at the bottom of the wikipedia page for <laughs> that report or just you yeah use it to find those because you wouldn't yeah. cite wikipedia.org you would cite but some of those cost money don't they like i remember like lycos or like uh yeah yeah that kind of stuff like online journals and stuff that cost money but that was just getting big when i was in college i remember when i was a google wasn't google was a thing like my sophomore year of high school, I think, like that was when it became a thing because we still had, um, oh, what were those other search engines? Not even Yahoo, but this was like different from that. Alta Vista. Alta Vista, yeah, that was one of them for mm-hmm. educational purposes. Mm-hmm. We had them in the library, but I remember the teacher being like, "We're gonna Google this," <laughs> and then now looking back on that, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like we didn't even look, we didn't even like. That wasn't like the go-to thing. We were just like, oh, we could check Google. That's an option. Now it's just like, you don't even go to Google. You just tell your phone, find <laughs> tickets for Friday, Staples Center, Google. <laughs> it used to be an option and now it's the only option. Well, like, I, what was this? Like, does Siri, is it using Google? I don't ever use Siri, but uh, I heard this thing like that. Siri uses Bing for most things. Yeah, what the hell is that? to Google. Like Apple well, and Google are I not heard, friends. Yeah, no, no, no. I heard that it was like refusing to let you do Google with Siri or some shit. You can Google with Siri if you ask her to, but by default, it but will like bang. when you set it, does it? It by default goes to Bing. Your default because I noticed that Safari when I updated you it when to. I updated my iOS like maybe two or three cycles ago, it changed my shit to it changed my um, normal search engine to some i don't know if it was yahoo or bing or whatever it was but it wasn't Mm -hmm. google and i was pissed i was like stop doing this like it's not it's not gonna be a thing bing is will never be a thing bing could be the go die go die in a ditch but because it looks differently (laughs) like the text and the font and everything i don't like i don't like it i just like my eyes are trained to look at google a certain way so when I go over to Bing, I yeah. my eye doesn't work. What's crazy is like how conditioned we are to not accept change. Like I just yeah. I I don't know. It's so weird. Like on so many elements, like mo- like in regarding to technology, it's like I hated the new body style of the iPhone six. I was like, fuck this. I'm keeping my five, and then I got my six, 
and I was like, oh, and then like <clears throat> three months in, I was like, okay, now I'm used to this. So like, now I'm like, they better not change it back to the five <laughs> or like the, and then the SE comes well, no, out. I, well, actually, I don't know. Like the body style really bugged me with the six. Like I like the square versus the curved, you know, the crushed bar of stuff. But it's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's like what you're used to. I'm always surprised at the amount of people that don't update iOS the day it's released. No, because they haven't worked out the kinks yet. Fuck that. Who cares? Just get that new shit. No. No. You need those updates. Why can't you just wait like a month and then they'll have I it I can't like wait for 10.3 or 9.3. But there's day. nothing. But like there's four months. But the, the amount of difference, like the amount of like better stuff that you're going to get does not outweigh the fact that it's going to be all effed up. Not all effed up, but like you get what I'm it's saying. It's worth it to have. Why? Because you're such a, like a first adoption fanboy like you have to adopt everything as it i had gmail when it was in beta oh my god here we go <laughs> 2006 okay what else did you have millennial child <laughs> google is it's weird to look back on a time when i'm worried about the librarians i guess is what i'm trying to say <laughs> yeah well i didn't realize this that you can uh do you know that you can like check out audiobooks now yeah, and you can even check out books yeah. on your Kindle. Yeah, no, Kindle has this whole thing. Yeah, exactly. And because uh, one of my buddies at this wedding I was at last week was talking about he... Um, oh, whose book did he rent? Oh, he, he rented Jim Gaffigan's new book that is... Narr- narr- yeah, that is narrated by Jim Gaffigan. Mm-hmm. And he took it from the library. I was like, how is that... How is Jim Gaffigan making money off that if he's just renting it from the library? Just definitely not. <laughs> How is that a thing? You can get like entertainment-based things now from the library? That's why I think... And the... you don't even have to read it? There's like no effort involved. You just listen to it? Sometimes you learn something about the library and you're like, okay, but torrenting is when... illegal? Yeah. Like I... you can go to the library and you can like rent out DVDs yeah, still, I... like Blockbuster I used... and just take them home and then you well, can bring them just... back whenever you want. Nobody watches like discs anymore. It's all but just But they still streaming. have a huge DVD section. Yeah. And like That's true. And well they have also, a record section. When, when they first came out with CDs, I would take CDs from the library and burn them at home. You can rent digital audiobooks, digital like PDF versions of books kindle versions epubs all from the library and it's like legal do you have a california driver's license yeah you can through the la library i have a library stuff. card at the one on franklin like two miles away yeah you can you can sign up but for i don't, like I don't. so many benefits with that the whole audiobooks thing seems like worth like checking out because if you can get like comics books and stuff that sounds phenomenal yeah there's like but video I... tutorial sites that will take your library card i still don't know how that works though like how do people get money off that? <laughs> it's for the public <laughs> they don't public domain it's for the greater good <laughs> i've actually never been to the la library but i want to it's like down- the main one yeah it's downtown right makes sense oh i don't know the only one that i've ever been to is in los Feliz. it's like on uh franklin like two miles down burbank has a separate library system Oh, because it's incorporated? We have our own water, power. We're Burbank, and we give people tickets for spitting on the ground (laughs) and jaywalking. Have you ever seen someone get a jaywalking ticket? Uh, Me? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a jaywalking ticket. My boss got a ticket for spitting gum out on his bicycle. In Burbank? (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Now you How know, do you think they pay for that Hummer that they drive around? Now you know why the roads are so smooth. <laughs> yeah, well, it's ridiculous that, like, well, I mean, I figured that would be, like, no, see, WeHo, well, I guess WeHo does the same thing, because they give you parking tickets, like, hella parking tickets. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the worst place to park in LA. I got a parking ticket there. Yeah, everyone has. It's just a rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I guess that makes sense. They do have good streets. I'll give you that. I saw a, a girl get a jaywalking ticket, like, like a young girl. She had, she it's was not like, cheap either. She was like 17. It's like over, it's like 120 to 150 dollars depending on what. Yeah, he wrote yeah. her the ticket. I was like, she'll get off. I just kind of watched it happen. No. no. no she, uh, tell she, you, dude, my boss had to go to court because he's, he's not technically a citizen. He's a Canadian with a work visa. And they were going to like kick him out of the country for getting a ticket for spitting gum out. <laughs> but he spit it on the street. That's kind know. of a dick move, though. I don't know. Like, it's gum, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I see. But, like, can you imagine, like, getting a ticket for that, though? It's like, just, really? it's funny to think about, like, looking over your shoulder before you spit out that gum. <laughs> like, you're looking for those cops. Yeah, it's like you're, like, smoking crack or some shit. Yeah. Oh, I can't spit this gum out. <laughs> you actually, because of the Clean Air Act of 2010. Meanwhile, if you spit your gum out in Hollywood, it would probably make the street cleaner. Because it would, like, cover up some other, like, feces. After going to Hollywood the day after it rains. Oh, best. yeah, that's great. The best. But can you imagine all that shit that goes down the sewers? Like, ugh. Oh, absolutely. Just in general in L.A., because it only rains, like, once in a blue moon. Like, all that filth that gets wiped off the streets and sidewalks. How dirty that is to, like, filter. And, mm-hmm. like, ugh. That's why I like going hiking, because just the air quality... Yeah. It's so improved. You can see forever. That's why you like that place in Burbank, dude. The um, Wildwood Canyon Park or whatever. Because it's like on the outskirts of the city, you get minimal smog. And it's like you were saying, like all green it was. Like if you go after it rains, it's glorious. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing better than hike after it rains, though. Like as long as it's not soggy. Like let it sit for a day. Let that mud turn to dirt again and you're good. Yeah. They don't tell you that. They don't... The smog and everything... I mean, it's it is what it is. <laughs> like I always look at China and like Be- China, Beijing, China. Like oh, they got they got a terrible problem here. And then oh, I, no, I have to like so, so carve bad. my way out so of my bad. apartment with a snow shovel. It's so to, bad. To like find when my they car. over there, they'll like they'll cancel school. It's that bad. They used to have smog days here. Really? Yeah. It's still like not even like. Uh, that parts per million thing they showed like I saw something online it was like Beijing versus like what we would consider bad it's like 10 times worse dude like the parts per million of like soot mm-hmm. oh man it's like they, you can't even like see like you can't even see 10 feet in front of you over there on a bad day like they would cancel school like you can't have kids walking around this shit like it's just people use those little like the mouth, masks. mouth mask things like they just that's just the thing you do now wearing these every day because <laughs> they don't have an epa they don't have like china is like where we were in the rockefeller age they're just catching up like that's why they're such a like a big power industrially because they have they're not protecting the environment like all that shit eventually gets here you know that once it gets up in the stratosphere that shit just comes all the way around the world <laughs> they're just dumping pollution along the way because they have like like they have no like uh, regulation. 
they're just spewing coal into the atmosphere. There's no, there's absolutely no EPA regulation or anything like that that we have, you know. We should send the, Bur- I, the Burbank PD over there. <laughs> Make a lot of money. Excuse me, sir. You can't spit your gum out. <laughs> I feel like in our area of the world, just having no... What, was it lead in gasoline? Yeah. That made a huge difference, right? Like, well, like it, lead and gasoline. Lead it turns people psychotic. So, yeah, generally. <laughs> makes you a madman, literally. Yeah, so just, you know, leaded gasoline, people burning cars, driving down the freeway. Uh, just you, spewing that in the atmosphere? That's, yeah. I, that's it, good. It makes me wonder what else we're doing. Then. Oh, that reminds me. Did you see this dumb bitch that went on Facebook and was, like, ranting about how bad millennials are? No. You didn't see this? Oh, no. This, I saw this a video. dumb cunt. I saw the whole time she's like basically talking about how like it's a worthless generation and that like we don't fight for anything we don't work we're just expect handouts and it's like hey. she doesn't even accept the fact like oh yeah well what was the generations before us that just spewed all this pollution in the atmosphere that are responsible for global warming and then they deny it and all the world wars like I can't even uh, I don't even want to get into it I'll just show it to you I thought you were gonna I want to see what me. your reaction is because you're like actually more of a millennial than me but this dumb bitch <laughs> God, there's a video on Facebook about a woman being denied a McRib. Have you seen that? No, but that sounds hilarious because <laughs> McRibs are delicious. Really? That's like always how I know when it's that time of year when the McRib is back. Do you look forward to that? That's crazy. That's what I typed in and I found it. Millennial chick rant. That's how you know that Google owns YouTube. Is that that picked that up that quickly? They got the algorithms down. That's insane. It's too bad they. We live in a great age, dude. All right, so listen to this trick. Oh my god, she's a blonde. Of course she is. Social media, like I do. Like I do. Over the age of forty, you've probably seen the post at some point about how much our generation sucks. Well, as a millennial, I took it upon myself to try to evaluate what's so wrong with our generation and why they're so mad at us. We won't volunteer for the war. We're just existing. We're not really contributing anything to society. Our generation doesn't have the basic manners that include no ma'am and yes ma'am. We don't even hold the door open for ladies, much less our elders anymore. She like reading off a prompter? We listen to really obscene music that degrades women and pretty much glorifies drugs and crime. You know those stubs. We start to cuss now to prove a point. We use words like bae to describe someone we love. And we idolize people like Kim Kardashian, and then we shame people like Tim Tebow. We're lazy. Because Tim Tebow really sucks. And it's a terrible quarterback. free education, but we're not really willing to put in the work. We spend more time online making friends and less time actually building relationships. And our relationships you posted on this online is more valuable than the foundation. <laughs> That's that how it went viral. Our idea of standing up for something we believe in means going on Facebook and posting a status with your opinion. That's literally what she's doing. We have reflects who we are as a person. We don't respect our elders. We don't even respect our country. We're stepping on our flag instead of stepping up to volunteer. Who, like and we 10 people and stepped on a flag? For us, but we praise the people that are fighting each other, guys. We're more divided as a country than ever before. And I think our generation actually has a lot to do with that. Everything that used to be frowned upon is now celebrated. Like, Nothing has value what, gay in our generation because we take advantage of everything. We have more opportunities to succeed than any of those before us, yet we don't appreciate the opportunities we have now. Now I guess I see. Oh, why the opportunities you mean like why. how college like, costs twice as much as it was a generation ago, and, and the jobs are about half as much. I think that our generation 
I always wonder what we're going to be remembered by. And I, for one, want to break that stereotype and prove that my parents raised me better. Don't you? Yeah, my parents showed well, me how to elders, upload to YouTube. <laughs> and I do know that we were raised better. Thank you from this millennial for putting up with those and those who don't. I just look like actions. she's like. I this is like the Fox News starter kit. This haircut. <laughs> that shade so of lipstick. <laughs> that blush. You know, just her overall demeanor. I think, like, I bet you Fox News offered her a spot on Fox and Friends after this. Or, like, they probably Fox brought her Friends. on. They probably brought her on to the show. I guarantee you I could find a Fox clip where they, like, brought her on to, like, it? talk about her rant. The five? Because, you know, it's just, we don't appreciate things no more, and we just, God. I dude, think like, that there's something the to be said about like, the millennial uh, complaining about millennials. There's something that to be said about that, because if it was any other generation complaining about millennials, it would have been written off. Right, but because she is a millennial, right? Complaining. Well, no, she's she's, she's, she's like she's being, been she's probably been brainwashed. She's by being her like the white knight. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, it's like the white knight in feminism. It's the exact same thing. It's like, oh, yeah. I understand that we're bad, but I'm 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 apologizing. Instead of out there volunteering, we're stepping on our flag. We're stepping on our flag. Who really? Do you know somebody personally who does that? Because like maybe ten people have done that in a demonstration. Does that mean that all millennials hate their country? You dumb cunt. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's I like think... you can't use all these like over the top like. I don't even know what oh, what is that called when it's like you exaggerate to the point where like everyone's doing it, but they're really not. I don't know. Ad hominem attacks. Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah. Like that's what she's doing. Like, and the left does it too. I'm not going to lie. But like sitting there and saying that like the millennials would rather stand on their flag than go fight for it. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, are you volunteering for the military? You dumb cunt that just looks pretty and will probably get by through life because you look pretty. Like, get out of here. Like, I always think it's weird. Like, I don't know where the stereotype of millennials being lazy came from because I would guess that you could. <laughs> because look... all the other stereotypes ran out. <laughs> I feel like you could look back at history and every generation has called the current yeah. generation lazy. Exactly. I'm sure that's a thing. Like, okay, I'm not going to sit here and shit on the greatest generation, but here we go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, these are people who deny climate change. They literally, like, all of. Like, I'm not saying that, like, the automobile is bad or whatever, but, like, these people sit here and refuse to accept the fact that, like, burning fossil fuels adds to the greenhouse effect, which makes our planet warmer, which is clearly happening. Like, it's it's scientific fact. Okay, but... And there, these people sit here... There have been uh, ups and downs throughout <laughs> like, history. That's a lot more detrimental to our world as a whole than standing on our flag... If that's what millennials supposedly do, you know, like, it's like, yeah, every generation, like, has their faults, like, get over it. Like, that doesn't mean that, like, like, for, st and you could also look at it as, like, she's saying, like, to stand up for, like, gay culture or LGBT culture or whatever is bad or whatever. When in reality, that's just a natural progression. I was, yeah, I, I like, was wondering what she was talking about. Things that are frowned upon Jesus. are now You know she's probably anti-gay. She's got to be. Like, the chick that looks like that is not what like, was she for the gay about? agenda. She may have been talking about gluten. Gluten. <laughs> Things that are frowned upon. It's, a lot of her criticisms come from being lazy, but also... She probably lives in Nebraska, and her dad was, like, teleprompter feeding her this off screen. Like, because if you watch her, she's like, she looks reading. like she's not looking at the camera. She's, she's clearly reading. Yeah, she's reading something, 
right? She wrote it in the notes app of her phone. I love how you can tell that she literally pulled off. In the off notes of, app. <laughs> she literally pulled off of the freeway. Mm-hmm. Just, just to to say that like it was that pressing. Like she was like I just had to get it out. I was on the way. I was on the way to the studio to tell this to to Fox News and I just had to get it out. She was on her way somewhere and then she pulled off and put it in park and had to just to My just daddy didn't it. raise no dumb fool. She's the lazy one. She couldn't even get to her destination before God. uh reading that. Would be hilarious if she just got rear-ended. <laughs> She she filmed it in widescreen, you know, landscape. I got a props to that. So a props uh, to that. It wasn't Snapchat it, formula. It, it wasn't in the portrait. God, that would just be more things to just rip on. I wonder what the comments say. Honestly, they're probably ignorant uh, they're, as hell. They're probably rough. terrible. <laughs> YouTube comments were supposed to get better. They never like, did. No. Okay. So that was um, Rogan's latest podcast. He had this this tech guy on who like reviews phones and shit. Did you watch any, or listen to that? Uh. They were talking about uh, how do you fix YouTube? Because he's like, if you d- disable your comments, you're a pussy, mm-hmm. and nobody's gonna take you seriously. Well, duh. And he I was like, that. yeah, because you gotta you gotta have debate, you know. But like, they were they couldn't figure out how to fix YouTube, and I was like, it's pretty fucking simple. Put down votes, just like Reddit. Did you notice that? Like they on have YouTube, the thumbs down, but I feel no, like but that it doesn't, doesn't do anything. anything. It yeah. doesn't do anything because you never see negative comments. It's always positive. It's true. If they just use the Reddit formula, like that would take all these trolls out of the game. Because yeah, you might still have people upvoting you, but you're going to be at the very bottom because all those downvotes are going to crush you. It's going to bury your comment. They thought that it's using not that your hard. First it's pretty, last name pretty easy. Would do it. Well, I feel like YouTube is going through the same thing as like Facebook with the dislike option. They just won't do it because they think that it's bad press. You know? There's bad things. The bad comments need to be like every it used to be a lot of Here N-words. we go. Top comment. It wasn't millennials that deregulated the banking industry and sanctioned the subprime mortgages that destroyed the economy. Millennials also didn't make the decision to invade Iraq preemptively and waste until trillions in perpetual war. This is getting pretty liberal. <laughs> millennials didn't deny scientific evidence pointing to... Okay, I agree with that. Uh, pointing to climate change and refute the carbon emissions. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Are ruining our environment. I believe our elders made these decisions. I think they're a little worse than not holding a door for someone. Well, I think everyone has, every generation has stupid shit that they did, you know? You can't just, like, it's like there's, like, this, uh, it's like a war on millennials, almost. It's like, get a job! It's like, I could if the inflation didn't go up and college costs six times more than what it used to, and that job that I'm trying to get pays one-third of what it paid when you had it, Dad. You know? That's a fact. Dishwashing is a great career. (laughs) There was well back in my day, I could be the butcher at the local butcher shop, and I put you all through school. Well, Dad, that was fucking forty years ago. <laughs> Thank you for your service. A lot of her points are talking about just you know being what the rude. other thing you know what another thing that I think that is comes into effect that people don't really think about is population control, like or like exponential population growth. If you look at like the amount of how much faster the population has grown in the last 50 years like look at that like from like 1910 when it was like i want to say less than like a billion people worldwide now it's at seven billion think about that like there's more opportunities out there there's like i feel like the more people you put on this earth you're just adding to inflation because you're you're gonna have more people like leeching like, I guess you have more people striving as well, but I just feel like the more people we have, like, the less resources you have. 
know what I'm saying? It like, has a lot to do with the globalized economy as well. Yeah, for sure. Because you sell something over here, you know, manufactured over there. China. Things have to even out somewhere. So if our life improves over here, our rent goes up, you know, the cost of living. Well, then you also have the thing like we actually have like labor laws, which most countries don't like China, where they can literally pay people cents on the dollar. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like I remember Joe Rogan has a bit where he's like, how could you wear those shoes? They're made by children making like 10 cents an hour. He's like, oh, they should get a better job. And I'm like, well, Joe, you can't really do that over there. Because they have no labor unions, they have no labor laws. You know, yeah. you can just exploit people. It's like the Foxconn factory, which yeah. Apple uses. Everyone. The thing I didn't understand is like, even if you're a startup, and you're like, you're a very small company, you're gonna manufacture in China. You it just makes business sense, you know. Yeah, you. Have so to. until they start paying their people livable wage, you know, what are you gonna do? Why would you? Manufacture and that, but the thing is, like, else. that's hurting. That's hurting both countries. Because you're enabling them to pay people less, or like, you're enabling them to be poorer, and you're also taking jobs away from here. So it's like a double bad thing, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not holding, and and then the top one percent is just getting. It sounds so cliche, but they're just eating all that profit. Think about it. Eventually, the all quality that profit. of life will even out among every country. Eventually. <sighs> I I don't know unless you had like some kind of worldwide government. I don't know. How that would work? Well, you'd have to have Jay Z like, is working on it. But... The title. <laughs> well, what did I say about title today? My daily, anyway. Yeah, I don't know much about that thing. Oh, I said like, George Lucas should put Star Wars on title. I thought then title he, was then like he could bankrupt. change it whenever he wants. <laughs> well, George Lucas has no rights to anything anymore. That's probably true. He's just an old man watching Disney. He has Indiana watching Jones. Disney take over his. Oh, but he already raped Indiana Jones. Didn't you see the South Park? I did. <laughs> I was going to talk about this girl again. A lot of her points are just about this generation being lazy, right? She talks about not holding the yeah. door open, not using ma'am, sir. But again, like I said earlier, I think every generation could look at the current generation. You know, like baby boomers probably said the same thing about... Oh, absolutely. Whatever generation. There's just more them. social media now. There's like, I'm telling you, we live in like a social... Well, media just shit show but the point i'm trying to make is that old people are always going to say younger people are rude they're always going to say that it doesn't matter what generation it is or if it's millennials or not they're always going to say you guys are not as polite as we were yeah you know i'm just saying like it's a better it's an easier voice for these people to get their point out like and then a lot of people agree with them like oh let me like that you know Mm -hmm. that's how this stuff goes viral it's like because you have you have old people that are have access to Facebook. That was never a thing. Like, do you remember Facebook before your parents got on there? Yeah, it was very elementary and like different. Dude, I was I was an early adopter of Facebook. You had <laughs> I can a, say you that. had a .edu. Yeah, in two thousand four. That's huge. Yeah, dude. I I was on, I had Facebook back when they had no pictures. It was a profile and a wall, and the wall never stopped. Like, there was no end to the wall. You could just keep posting shit, and it never ended. Like, that was before the... Well, that's even weirder to think about. Like, back when it was a wall versus, like, a... What do they call it now? Timeline. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just a wall, and we would just F around. Like, it was just, like, people just, like, 
putting nonsense on there and it went on for you just scroll and scroll and scroll there was no page two or anything you just go on forever the wall that was all it was and then i remember when they came out with the um where you could just see what other people were doing and everybody's like why do i need to see this this is weird i feel like a stalker and within six months people went from like this is weird this is too much information to like i need to know what they're doing <laughs> you were just it's actively we- pay attention how many times you take your phone out of your pocket and just immediately go oh, to it's, facebook it's disgusting and like just by habit well that's why i'm not on it man <laughs> that's true but like sometimes even with reddit like i close reddit and then immediately go oh, and reopen yeah, it you're and right. I well i mean there's no difference i just did that i guess it's all social media in general like i just refreshed it why did i just reopen it yeah like i'm afraid that or you ever notice like you go to like you open your phone to like look at the time mm-hmm. and you get distracted by a text or something and you put it back in your pocket and you're like i didn't even look what time it was so you have to pull it back out again <laughs> then you have another snapchat <laughs> you're like what i've actually been turning a lot of notifications off like apps are that's the first thing they ask right when you install an app we like to send you notifications Ugh. i always say no and then i actively turn them on because you know, most apps like how many like why does this picture app this picture editing app want to send me notifications? no absolutely not you know no thanks even <laughs> facebook like i don't need most facebook notifications like i'll check it when i want to yeah, you will anyway, but it's <laughs> that's true. There's not like, a whole, there's not a whole lot of things that require a push notification. It is weird though, like if you like post something on Instagram and you like sit your phone down and you see those like likes come up, you're just like ooh ah ooh ah a little dopamine every time. <laughs> yeah. I turn the it notifications is weird. It's like a drug, dude. Like it's Instagram. like a drug because you don't need to see every single yeah. like. No, I know you don't. Your... You really don't like. Like, log in but every once in a while, you'll those see, little like... doses of dopamine. But think about the dose when you log in and you have 17 likes. As well, it's to... no different than, like, any other drug. When you overload yourself, it's not doing you any good. You're just... You're addicted, yeah. basically. Like... <laughs> like, likes, retweets, you know, postings. Yeah. It is a shot of dopamine every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's weird. I don't remember if, who was talking about that. If that was a Rogan cast, it might have been. I don't know. But what what are your like main podcasts that you listen to these days? I listen to Bill Burr. I listen to a lot of tech stuff. So okay, I don't know if you follow any of the old tech TV people on G Four or any of those people. I never got into G Four. I I think I'm like a couple years too old. So that... you mean when Chris used to be there? Chris was on there for a little bit, yeah. Isn't he like the... He was, like on, the, a, he was the, on Attack of the, the Show. The Lord of G4. Uh, he wasn't the Lord, but... That was back when the, that chick was there. Which one? Um, She's married to Aaron Rodgers. Or wait, I don't know if they're Olivia married. Munn. Yeah, yeah, she was on Attack she's of also the Show the with X-Men. Kevin Pereira. But that's how she got her start, right? It was like gamer television. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of those people left um, when they got purchased by... Like, I think it was the Esquire network. But anyway, they made another network called Twit, which is tech news. So I listen to a lot of that stuff on the Twit network. Leo Laporte, Twit, uh, This Week in Google. Twit, not Twitch. Twit. Twit. Old school. Okay. Before Twitter, even. (laughs) So Twit, uh, I listen to Bill Burr, uh, obviously, Rogan, uh, NPR, Radio Hour, Mm. Radio Lab, um... Yeah, those are my... It's hard, because when 
when you have like two or three podcasts you like, you can kind of fill up your week, right? Yeah, but now especially I'm, I'm if getting, it's like long ones. Yeah. I'm getting to the point now. They're all um, an, a minimum hour, right? Right. It's or getting to the point Rogan's now like where three hours. I miss. <laughs> I miss. Uh, if I'm not in traffic or something, I miss a lot of podcasts week to week because there's, I just have so many that I like. Yeah. It's weird. Podcasts are kind of going through a resurgence, actually. It feels like. Oh, that's in. This is like the, the second golden well, age. <laughs> It's They've like been the, around it's for like so the, long. Yeah, it's this is. I want to say this is like the golden age of everything wireless and internet oriented. Mm-hmm. It's like Rogan says. He literally says like every time it's like, oh, this is the best time for blah blah blah. Like it doesn't matter what it is. It's always like this is the best time, and he's not wrong. Like anything like internet or streaming oriented, it's just it's so crazy to me that like you have so much information available at the tip of your fingers it's just like and all these like podcasts that you'll find out about and it's like like do you have you listened to hardcore history no that's a good one uh uh, what's the other one i listen to it's like what you need to know or how stuff it's part of the how stuff works network what you should know about whatever they just pick like some a topic and tell you yeah. what you need to know about it and i feel like they just probably do their research on wikipedia and then just tell you what's up that's but cool they, but they're really good at it so it's like yeah it's perfect it is weird yeah. to think about how we're kind of going through the internet gives everyone a voice right the radio will be dead so soon it's like this whole <laughs> it's like indie radio in a way like everything's yeah. indie like do it yourself everything is you can have your own music label. You can yeah. you can have your own this. It's weird. It, it gives everyone that ability. Well, isn't that titles thing that like they're they're run by artists, not like business people? Isn't that like their whole like bread and butter? Like, I, I don't understand how title even works. I thought it was bankrupt, or I thought it was like done. Is it not? Is it still working? Like, it's online, yeah. Cause like. I feel like nobody wanted to use it or whatever. No one does. I think they have, <laughs> I think they have 3 million users. Okay, paid, so paid when users. Kanye said, like, you will only get my stuff through Tidal, is that, like, how it happened or no? He definitely has zero knowledge of how his his brand <laughs> works. I don't know if he has actual access to his Twitter account or if, or if those are his people that are typing those. Or maybe he's just a genius. He might be, but he uh, he has no idea of the inner workings of what's actually going on. Because yeah. he tweeted, my album will only be untitled. That's what I, will, I heard too. It will never yeah. be on Apple. But it is? And now? then it's on Apple Music. Okay. It's on. I think it's on Spotify even. That's another thing. So like Apple Music is like mm-hmm. streaming now. It's like, well... I don't know if I'll ever, like, actually buy an album. It's getting really hard to justify. Well, it's weird because, like, streaming is great and all, but, like, if the internet ever fails, you don't have anything. You can even, you can download things with Apple Music, though. As long as you have the subscription, you can da- keep them on your yeah. device or whatever. And that's not new. I mean, Zune was doing yeah, that Yeah, so, like, why would you... 2006. When you, If you want to buy an album for $10 versus pay $10 a month... You say like, 10 but you mean thirteen ninety nine. Is that how much Apple Music is? No, that's how much an album is on iTunes, generally. Oh, really? But Apple Music is nine ninety nine. a yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's like, you could either... You can so, have, the only thing is, like, you, as long as you keep that subscription until you die, you technically own all these albums, but... But who cares? You don't. It's like everything's turned into a leasing culture. Which 
yeah, is weird, and there's always a weird period of transition, but it's so much better. How can how is that not an improvement? For, <laughs> yeah, especially for people true. like us who listen to so much music. Yeah. Imagine buying everything that you ever listened to. That's but, just how it was, though, until I'm not like 10 years ago. I'm not <laughs> saying it's right or wrong, but now that we have access to so much What's music, weird is how short-lived the idea of buying singles off iTunes was, because I bought 99-cent singles for a while. I did, too. But then that whole Spotify slash Pandora slash streaming wave hit, and I want to say that wasn't even like six to eight years ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. Now that's like the thing. Like, how is it? How does that stuff move so fast? To where like we went from like purchasing music to like subscription, like that. That that was. It just seems like it happened so fast, you know. It's convenience like, because people aren't using Spotify because it's legal. They're using it because it's easy. Yeah, exactly. So like, I feel like they got a lot of the Napster crowd, or like not Napster. They but, did, you know, like absolutely, you know what I'm like yeah. Like, think about how many steps it is to torrent a movie. So you have to find the... What is it? Pirate.sx now? <laughs> or S-E? S-S? Whatever kick, it is. Kickass.to? That's a okay. good one. So, there's so you have to find it. You have to find one that's like a magnetized transfer. You have to yeah. get a client. Like, Well, movies is different, though. I'm talking about strictly music. Okay, music. Same there's thing. There's no reason to torrent music. You're right. Because it's, it's so, so readily available. It's so easy. And it's so goddamn cheap. Like so, people. But do it because the only it's thing easy. is, like streaming. I feel like they're they're kind of screwing over artists. They're not making anything off Spotify and Pandora. It's like they're making touring money, and that's it. So it's like you're you're getting like a such a cheap service. But I just feel like these artists are getting screwed. They are, but it's literally <laughs> irreversible at this point. Right. It's Unless, like even like a necessary a, evil. Even I, a service like Bandcamp, which allows people to sell directly to consumers i think they take a cut Bandcamp takes a cut uh soundcloud has a soundcloud pro now they take a cut even like radiohead uh they had a i think it was radiohead they had what a was going on with their you thing can, you can like, name a price for their new album like their last album and then they would sell directly oh yeah no to fans. in rainbows i yeah, yeah i did that i gave so them five bucks for in rainbows is every band gonna that do wasn't that? the last album i think that was like two or three albums ago but so is every band gonna do that no Every if you no. if you make the Louis music, C.K. thing, like, yeah, exactly. If you make music today, you you're going in with the expectation that I'm not going to make any money for this. I'm going to put it online for free, and I'll see where it goes. Because people make money today off of becoming viral hits on YouTube, ads, spots, touring, merchandise. That's true. Everything's so interconnected. It's fucking crazy. What used to be the triangle? Oh, so know, everything's so just recording, like... touring, and whatever what sales like is now it's just different and they also like the way stuff is mixed it's crazy too like stuff is mixed for like bluetooth speakers and Mm -hmm. and ipod and earbuds ipod headphones yeah yeah it is not like home systems anymore no way it's different yeah it's crazy it's so much better but we do it because everyone everyone practically has their own jukebox in their hand and they have access to everything you know, no, that's another thing. Like you can just Shazam something, open it on Spotify or Apple, Apple music. Yeah. Going like, that's incredible. If you go back like 20 years and you would have to like think of the lyrics and then remember what the song was. And then like, 
Remember, like, well, even back when you had to Google it, you don't even have to Google these things anymore. It just does it for you. It's too easy. We're we're becoming pansies. It's too easy. It's funny because we just watched this video about this girl ranting about millennials, and I'm trying to defend us for not being lazy. But now realizing that we don't even have to Google something anymore. But that's not necessarily like the fault. That's just the sign of the times, man. Yeah. It's just the sign of the times. Like, you think there's anybody that works in that, that, tech of like software and algorithms that's over 30 years old there's a shitload of them you know it's not a it's not a millennial thing it's a it's whatever that uh that law is about software and about Mm -hmm. ram doubling every certain whatever do you know what i'm talking about yeah it's probably worse now but yeah yeah that's just a thing that's just how it happens you know it's not like a generational thing it's just like yeah, and it's like, <clears throat> I guarantee people who, like, bitch about millennials, they probably enjoy the music on their phone quite a bit, you know? Like, oh, I can get some Jefferson Airplane on my phone? Okay. Or I can listen to some Johnny Cash, you mm-hmm. know? I pay $10 a month and I can get Johnny Cash and I can get Dwight Yoakam? And I can get, you know? Like, they're enjoying it, too. It's That's like actually not. the biggest benefit of, like, services like Spotify and Apple Music is just being able to go through the back catalog. Yeah, and you don't have to invest heavily in one thing. You can literally like you you pay one thing and then you can get all of your yeah. favorites on one easy to find CD. <laughs> totally hits. The... But it's yeah. like what you're saying like how else am I supposed to discover Johnny Cash? Yeah, you know, and all of his <clears throat> old songs. That's the weird thing, man. Like when people like Swift went through that whole thing with her pulling her music off, you know, and all these artists like fuck spot or uh, Pandora because they pay a fraction of a penny per, you know, there's it's really hard to quantify how much money or how much contribution to their careers Pandora's really giving them because you can't you can't sit here and say that like okay if I was listening to a station on Pandora and this artist popped up I really liked that artist so I liked it then I heard another song that they had and I liked that too then I said thought oh I'm gonna go see this band when they come in town so I'm gonna spend 60 bucks on a ticket well without Pandora you're out 60 bucks band so you can sit here and say that like you're not getting enough money from the streaming but if you also look at it as exposure alone, think about that. Like, how many people would hear your stuff? I don't know the answer to that. I really don't. Like, I don't know if that is as big a factor as I'm making it out to be. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's definitely a factor. Like, I've heard people on Pandora that I was like, oh, shit, this is fantastic. Like, I'm going to start listening to them, you know? Who knows? Like, maybe that'll make somebody go see them when they come into town on a tour, you know? Like... The only people It's like the whole exposure versus like literally paying for the music thing. Like I don't I don't know. I still buy albums, but I buy them on Bandcamp. If like if someone Do you buy vinyl sell... ever? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I do. That's I like a, a thing now. Apparently. I have a small vinyl <laughs> you know, re- record. Yeah, collection. I got a few, yeah. Um it's very modest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it like that. But I think selling content directly to fans there's still something there, but to stream something, it's just so important to our generation. And I think that the only people that are complaining about not making enough money are people that were raised in a generation where selling music actually made money. You're not going to see anyone under the age of 22, 21, complaining about not making money from their music sales because they literally never did. 
Yeah. You know, like once these people, once these older generation of artists realize that this is the future and that this is how things are now, they'll be fine. But you're not going to find any artists that are younger that are complaining about not making music because it's they grew up in a world where that just never was possible. So this is a temporary problem that we're experiencing. <laughs> I guess you could say that about a lot of issues. Like once this generation dies off... Well, Taylor Swift, like, she's, like, on the edge, right, of that? Like, how old yeah. is she? Like, 29? No, I don't think she's as old as me. I think she's, like, closer to your age, dude. She probably is, but, you know, she made a lot of money off her first two albums, I assume. Well, yeah, she's bridging the gap. Yeah. She's that generation that's, like, on the cusp of millennial, same as me. Yeah. That's, like, saw what it, both sides of the aisle were like. But, yeah, if you're, like you're saying, if you're kid born in 2000 or like but a kid born in 2005 like you're just does, all you're gonna know is like streaming music like now, they cd what you actually had to physically put music on a device what are you talking about it comes from the cloud <laughs> what cloud there's the cloud <laughs> which is basically just a giant computer in a warehouse but people don't think about it that way she like she raised all this controversy and now she has commercials with Apple Music. She has an exclusive concert, a live concert on Apple Music. Like, She so. just wanted to make a fuss and get her point made. And then she was like, okay, now I'll, I'll be your, your little servant. I'll wreck myself on a treadmill to Drake. <laughs> but, yeah, it's interesting. There's definitely, a, like... I mean, it's going to be a lot harder to, like, be against putting your music on streams, you know. It's, it's just getting harder and harder to, like, buck that trend. It's even weird how they count streams now and how they count money, but more importantly, how they count record sales. And they include... Yeah. I don't even know if it's a completely different spectrum. Like the It's whole... harder to calculate now, but yeah. they, they include streams. I think they include, like... I think that's one of the reasons that Drake put Hotline Bling on his new album was just to bump those numbers up. Like that song came out like a year ago, right? But he put it on his album that came out last week. You know that that beat he actually purchased from another person? Yeah. Yeah. Like somebody else that wasn't famous. He was just like, let me, give me this. <laughs> that's what they do. It's yeah. crazy. Like I, I don't, I don't know if I can find the video, but somebody showed that to me, and I was just, it was like a less higher, less, less high fidelity version of Hotline Bling. Can you pull up the video of the woman complaining about the uh, McRib? Since you like McRibs. Oh my god, I love McRibs. Is it just type in McRib season? Just right type now? in McRib lady. <laughs> I trust Google. Yeah, seriously. It's too oh, hard. it's already there. There you go. There she is. This one. Yep. That's oh, her. she's got vertical video. Ugh. Yep. She's complaining about not... As she smokes a stick. I have an announcement to make now to y'all. To the people of America. Please don't be from Missouri. I was at this here McDonald's on Dorset. It's uh, Monday night. Look at that hair. I was just disrespected <laughs> like in there. like a porcupine. Almost got in a fight with the gal in there. First of all, my first issue is the drive through was filled all the way up and Filt. i had to walk inside <laughs> filled up okay so, so she... then i'm you know i'm already mad because i gotta get this has got to be an act right go this isn't real so i go inside i politely say snack hey uh can i have a mcrib meal 
large size with the Dr. Pepper. And the lady said, well, okay, uh, that'd be six, 658. I like how she knows the number. I said, ain't you forgetting something? Ma'am. And she said, well, what? I said, you're supposed to offer me the extra McRib for a dollar when you buy the McRib meal. You ain't gonna believe it. She looked <laughs> me up and down. And she said, well, don't look like you need the extra McRib. Damn. Excuse me, bitch. <laughs> I throw punch that bitch. I knocked her ass down. So, so if you come to the love to know if that really happened. McDonald's <laughs> it and you see a lady named Charlene in there. Tell a Carla sent you. And then you throw puncher or puncher in the cooter. I don't give a damn. <laughs> this is against my civil rights. Civil Fuck you, McDonald's. It's gotta be an act. Not all I don't the think ones. so. Like all the Look at that hair. Uh, it's weird because... Is that real hair? It's, it's real. <laughs> it looks like ribboned. It's, like it's ribboned and feathered. It's just as real as the McRib. Oh, hey, you watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love, love how again. she knows the total of the McRib meal. And then she also... <laughs> 658. <laughs> it's just... It's so ridiculous. I realize now that that's an old video, but I love it. I've never seen it. I mean, it's from like November of last year. I haven't seen it. That's an eternity in meme time. <laughs> Have you seen the... You've seen the billboard cooking the pie crust? Oh, yeah, man. that shit is so I good. I want to watch it real quick. That when shit he's is like, so funny. When he's like, yeah, I got this from my grandmother. I was like, grab all your old, and I'm stealing this. <laughs> yeah. All right. This dude is just oh, he's my favorite. I feel like he stole the music from Louie right, though. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to my kitchen and as I told you I was gonna show you how to make a pie crust, right? The fucking holidays are coming up. He's getting the the fucking shit, holidays. Right? He's got to drop those f bombs. This is like his and act. You got busted for fucking drinking and driving. <laughs> you, you just don't fit in with your family. You got to do something, right? He's a great Here actor, you dude. You I went back and watched right, his uh, Breaking Bad clips. I forgot he was on there. Oh, he's great. Like a board thing. I don't know what this is called. All right, so maybe this is the graphic up right now. This thing. And no so graphic. You got, you got two types of these things. You got this one. This is an old one. This one's one of these style. You know, you gotta do that. I fucking hate doing that. It makes a lot of noise. This is this was my grandmother's. Sounds like they recorded style. this in stereo. And uh, I just took it from her. You know, she's old and weak, and I was just like, Grandma, I'm taking this. <laughs> Grandma, I'm taking this. Um. <laughs> so, anyways. See, he's got a pretty nice kitchen. He's making a good living. It's pretty small. Look at that blue tile. It's nice. He lives in Glendale. No way. You think Neil would live in Glendale? Maybe. So there's two cups of this, and you also put salt in. So you just go like this is what I do. Take the one cup. I just love that he doesn't have like terms that. for anything. One cup, and my salt, He's right? just like, you do it like this. Right over there. You getting that? 
Are you getting that? It is stereo. Put the salt just like that. Ah, for fuck's sake. Just dump it on top of it like that. Right? Boom. So you're done with that. You take this thing here, you just, all you're doing is going like this. I don't know why you do this. <laughs> but look at it, see how it's in there? It looks a little different there, right? It's a little more sifty. I always feel like I'm in one of those, you know, those drug movies <laughs> where they make you stand there naked when you work with their products and they make sure you don't steal any. All right, so at this point, I mean, I mean, a five-year-old could do this. Everybody gets freaked out about baking, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what's gonna happen? What if I fuck it up? Who cares? Nobody's watching you. It's not like they're filming it. Um, all right, so this is a, uh, this is a butter base crust. So, you want eight ounces crust? of it. I like putting a face to the voice. Well, it has it right here. Look at this. See, they make it nice and easy. He's right? got good, like, video presence. I, I wish he had his own Two, show. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's, it's, all, it's all goddamn stick. Well, no, he doesn't even want um, one. So you want to have this shit cold? You don't want to have it at room temperature because it's going to be too mushy. So then you just take it like this. You've washed your hands, of course, right? <laughs> um, and you just cut it up like this. Right? Just cut it up. You drop it in there. You getting that, Andrew? Mm -hmm. For the people at home? You know what's funny? Somewhere, I don't know why, and I don't know who, but somebody's probably jerking off to this. <laughs> it is the internet. Oh yeah, put that butter in the fucking. Face. Everyone needs to watch this video. Wanted to see Bill Bird can make anything funny. This one won an eight point two. Everybody He's making a goddamn pie crust. Would you, would you blow to get that? It's like one of my favorite videos. You just go to bed, bath, and beyond. Alright, so you sell yourself on the street. Alright, so now the problem is, you, you, if you start going like this, with it, the butter's just gonna get in here. It's gonna be a pain in the ass. So what I try to do is I, I just kind of use, use it like this. I get everything covered in the flour here. Look at that, see that? Just like that. Now, now what you want to do, what you want to do is just tap lightly. <laughs> if you tap too hard, the butter's gonna get stuck in this. You start off tapping lightly. Alright? And then you gradually build in intensity. This is, you know, essentially what all those women's magazines say. Women like how you please them in bed. This is like the foreplay. Oh, wow, that is a beautiful dress. Oh, yeah? How many brothers and sisters do you have? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> this is the hard part of doing a cooking show. Like, this is usually when, like, Rachel Ray will just tell some fucking story. Like, this reminds me of when we were, like, up in the cabin in Hampshire one time. <laughs> I think she's on medication. <laughs> and that's sort of the consistency <laughs> of the food, a little cornmeal type of thing. She probably is. fucking ridiculous. She might be. Doing, so. You mix it too much, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a tougher crust there. Yeah, that's good. See that thing is your Crisco, all-purpose grease. Every real mother who still beats her children and cooks and stays at home like women should. <laughs> So there you go, so then you get your Crisco and you just do the same thing. You just cover so old school. So it doesn't stick to whatever. That's why Evans for Family is so funny. Oh man, it's like the dad stick is cooking this right now. Bit, you know? Can't wait till that season two comes out. Less Sidney Crosby here, right? And by the way, all you guys are like, oh, why do they have two half times in hockey? First of all, the math doesn't make sense. That would be a third and a two-third time. Okay, so now, so now you get to this. You got that consistency going there. You know, it's just starting to come together. This is like your, your pieces of shortening and butter, right? That's what you want to have. Mostly mixed. So now they say four to five ounces. I like to use four. Um, and this is how I put it in. What I do is I go like this, and then I just, you know, 
whatever, I pour like, like that much in, whatever. I don't even know what that is. And then you take it and you put this stuff on top, you give it a little twist, right? Like a fucking kid. Do you think there's time. anyone that actually followed this <laughs> to make a pie crust? I think it's like purely entertainment. How many people are watching this like following along? Yeah, so I don't- It's not totally mixed. It's mostly mixed or whatever. If it was like, so now what you want to do? I don't know. If it was like Thanksgiving or Christmas time, I might actually like, follow this. just to be like, "Hey, look, mom, stick. I made a pie." Thank Bill Burr. He has the best instruction. I'd have a beer with him. Oh yeah, of course. So I try to make like a little ball of it here. I don't know. We'll see. Like this holiday season, maybe I'll consult yeah, back to this video. Good. And, yeah. Pretty fucking good. Huh? Now, for most people, because that's like what what it would look like if already. I did it. This is it's where all, it's, it's right. all lumpy. <laughs> this is where you separate the men from the boys. Something from the something. This is where it usually goes to shit. So what you do is just get a little this this way, a little fucking that way. Take a little, throw some stuff on like that. Just tip it over. Like that same deal. I just feel like my family would be impressed if I made a pie crust, you know? Absolutely. Oh my God. Or a whole pie. What's gonna happen? Did I fuck it up? You didn't. Alright? You just keep going like this and just trying to work it like, you know, you're trying to make like a circle. Here's your, here's your pie dish. You know, you know what you're doing. You know what a circle is, right? You're, a, you're an adult. Alright. So, now, <laughs> this is basically what you got. This looks like a big goddamn mess, doesn't it? Like... Like, how the hell is that gonna fit into this, right? You keep working it here, right? Oh, by the way, I can't wait to when we post this, the amount of people that are gonna be giving me shit. Oh, what you should have done! <laughs> Alright, you just take a little bit of this crap. He has such an awareness of internet culture. Yeah. Now this thing, is this an Because comments shit are always that negative. Not, I mean, you see there's a crust, you can see it, it's there. What's the top comment? You get this into that. It's probably gonna be like, well, you what are you a fan? Look like this. When he's this whole pirate fucking bastards. Look at that consistency. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what a fag. I knew it. <laughs> well, what you should have done. I this is the mic. I'm just looking for that. Yeah. It's just like playing off of his whole like right, stick, though. You know? Yeah. You can't seriously like, like diss that. Bill Burr because he already like takes the power out of it. It's like breaking up with he somebody disses himself. you don't want to be with. You just sit down. <laughs> What's wrong? I'm not happy. Stay in. I'm not happy. It's not you. It's not me. It's just, it's right here. It's not fucking up. Just like this. One, two, three. Out of you. Boom. Just like that. And you take this part over here. You fucking bring it out like that. And that is a manly and pie crust. Now you're like, oh, well, it's not gonna fucking fit. So now, what you want to do is you want to push this down so it lines the uh, whatever the pie plate here. But if you go like that, it's gonna rip. So what you do is you lift this up like this. That's how you do it. Like that. Oops. No one's ever gonna know. Some gingerly like hands for a down. gingerly guy. You start making things fit here. It's not bad. It looks really good. I feel like they skipped like 20 minutes Everything though on that part. Out. Oh, 40. <laughs> and there you go. Here's your pie crust. Yeah, a little bit of flour there, a little bit of flour here, nothing. And then for your fillings, whatever the fuck you want to put in there. You know, just start off with some, Dump uh, some shit. Some of your grandmother's recipes, you know? If you think it's under seasoned or over seasoned, you know, you're making an apple pie, not enough cinnamon. Throw some more fucking cinnamon there. So check it out. That's not bad. That's not bad. I got shit underneath it. Ta da!
There you go, all fucking Philly pie crust for Christmas. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, it's so good. Well, great video. It's been great. Yeah, man. Thanks for stopping by, dude. Thanks for having me on. I've been listening, so it's, it's good. Oh, to have you? Yeah. All right. We'll have to do it again, and uh, we'll talk to you later on DJ's Midnight Hour. And uh, see ya. Like another perfect day. I love it.